0: Okay, so you were saying about like the breakdown.
1: The breakdown is this, especially when you when you date someone that has children, right? Okay, we will just say have children. Yeah, and you don't have children, but you understand disciplining other children. Right. Sometimes right. Sometimes you bump heads. You right. Meet friction in the road on how to discipline those children. Sure. And what happens is when that parent, when the parent of those biological parent of those children was not raised in a two-parent household mm-hmm.
0: that's one scenario yeah
1: was not raised in a two-parent household
0: uh-huh
1: um and the or, or the other parent just never was around for whatever reason. wasn't a parent right. right yeah just just for whatever reason sure because that's a whole lot of variables mm-hmm. um they don't understand certain ways of disciplining children and how Specifically, males and uh, or we'll say like males or female children are supposed to be disciplined at a certain age. Correct, correct. You know because you have so many that were born from from I say from nineteen eighty on on up that were born either with just one parent, whether it was mom, whether it was just dad, or whether it was grandma or right. True that. Or a cousin. Right. Oh, you know yeah. Absolutely. So they were not privy to how or what it looks like when two parents raise a child. True, true. And discipline a child.
0: That's deep. Yeah. I had one... Um, so it's not
1: like it's their fault. No, That no. you're getting that friction. Correct. It's because they don't know.
0: They don't know. Right. And we're not saying it's their fault. I had uh, one relative told me... It was very interesting, their dynamic. They grew up in the house, and the guy was the stepfather. So as the stepfather, he was very passive. Because this was a house full of girls. Stepfather was very passive mm-hmm. um, and reserved. So it would frustrate his new wife. And she would basically talk at him to say, well, you need to do this and you should be doing that. And that would make him withdraw even more.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And what his wife didn't understand was, first of all, it takes men to challenge men. Right. Because, see, if you come at them with your mouth, we'll shut down Mm -hmm. and shut you out. Even young boys do that. But the young lady was telling me, she said that was the example she saw. So she was confused when she would get into other relationships with other guys and she would come off hard like that. Right. You know, some call it masculine energy. But really, it's not understanding um, there is a way not only to talk to the opposite sex, even if you've never seen it. So you can be confused or frustrated your whole life Mm -hmm. and not realizing she had a son. So one of the things I encouraged her to do when her son was little, I said, you got to get him around. Some positive male figures. You cannot have him under you, close to you, so much. Well, I can do this. I got all that stuff handled. I said it because it's he needs to learn how to be a man from a man. You cannot do everything.
1: Mm, I mean, you can coach him all you want, but right. it's it's only going to it's only going to go buffer so far, in like correct, correct, until he witnesses it from seeing it from another male older than him. He won't get it. Right. He won't get the full concept. No, and, and he's not, he's
0: not going to understand because it's like I'm hearing mom's voice. But again, I don't even recognize what a man's voice sounds like.
1: Right. Especially if you and I have male cousins. Oh, absolutely. Uh, or,
0: or they're distant or what I'm being shown is all from the TV. Right. Sissified Ben. Um... All white male, male heroes, you got Rocky, you got uh, uh, John Wick. Mm-hmm. fight 30 men in the film and nobody, nobody's tired, nobody get hurt or nothing like that. Right. You know, but then when they show people who look like him, I'll either see uh, that person's being portrayed as a pimp or has multiple women.
1: Or is a drug dealer. Correct. Either way, it's a negative role. Right.
0: But it's glorified. Mm-hmm. So, if I don't understand that concept, it's the psychological brainwashing, which is incredible, but it happens amongst all races. Oh, yeah. You know, at one point, um, I remember when I was younger, let's say with uh, Asian, Chinese, Mm -hmm. I used to think everybody could do karate. Kung Fu Theater, Saturday morning. I remember in uh, Philadelphia when they started making the Rocky movies. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You should have been around to see the confidence... Of the Italian male sore because Rocky was like that hero on the screen. Yeah. The yeah, psychological training is, the brainwashing is incredible. And I've even met, I'll tell you this, what shocked me. Um, I knew a female, black female, um, father wasn't around, uh, was raised by the grandmother mom was like in and out, really not there. But when she was with her mother, a lot of mom's friends were white, like from work. And I didn't realize it that this black <coughs> this black female, she was afraid of black people. And I, I, that baffled me because I was like, she would get very fearful and intimidated because she'd never been around black women, didn't know how to really relate to them. Mm. And when I would ask that, I would say, well, wait a minute, what about your female cousins? And she would give me examples, let's say, like when they went on a trip. Mm-hmm. Maybe one or two examples. But other than that, there was no contact. Mm. Best friend was white, which is not a problem. But as far as her understanding her culture... Understanding who she was. Correct. And it was culture shock and... What I realized, because, I mean, I I guess I was such in shock. I couldn't even, I had never met anyone like that. But what I realized in order for her to mature as a person, that was something that she would have to take the plunge and just learn about herself, Mm -hmm. as you say, as a person. And I'll tell you this, I've learned this here. Some people, they won't do it because of fear. You know, it's one thing to say, I'm okay, or only people you hang around in your small circle. It could be your children mm-hmm. that you hold close to you um, until they grow up where they don't need you mm-hmm. anymore. But then you're right back at square one where you started. Actually, I believe you're worse because now you're older, more setting your ways, and... Um, I mean, you can start growing at any age, but again, for a lot of people, that's very
1: hard because they never make that, that crossover. That will and that desire is gone. Exactly. You're over. Yeah, and you're, you may be more comfortable now. You're in your forties, your fifties, sixties, and you're you're not. You know, you really not you don't you lose that that will and that want and that Correct. desire to want to change or want something new or different because you didn't got comfortable right it's so long
0: that's why at any stage you are in life you have to fight you got to fight not to be lazy right okay uh the young man i was mentioned earlier who was raised by his uh mother at one point he was almost 300 pounds at like 15 years old she got him around um one one of her i think it was a brother-in-law and he was in the fitness and nutrition And this guy started... Her son, teenage son, started spending summers around him. Totally changed his life. He dropped like 200 pounds. uh, Was being noticed by the females. confident sort. And she told me about that. I said, I told you, you... See, men challenge men. And it's no badge of honor for you to be 15 and you 300 pounds. uh, You know, can't even climb up the side of a mountain without passing out so tell me some what are some of the uh challenges you hear from like your customers when they come into the barber shop like with their kids in that area especially with this uh culture and generation
1: the biggest complaints that I get is uh, they talk about how this generation is how can I put this this generation here children being raised is about to be generations well first of all let me me retract it a little bit yeah you had generation X generation Z yeah the Zers right They say this generation will be generation lost Mm. because this generation is being raised by tablets, iPads, AI, and computers. Okay. Um, And I was just having this conversation yesterday with my best friend, and he was saying, he watched a movie, and this is a good movie I think you should check out, it's called Megan. Um, it's sort of like a hard flick, but it's more educational and learning and preparing for what's going on now and the future, okay? Okay, that you should be aware of, right? It's more so than it's a hard flick, right? Okay, so you had this lady, she created AI robots and toys and things of that nature. She created this doll that was a lifelike size robot, like a life size kid
0: mm-hmm.
1: named Megan. She built it so smart to where it could pick up on a child's emotions. It could learn a child's emotions. Oh, wow. It could learn um, from the parent telling the child certain things on, you know, make sure you flush the toilet. Make sure you wash your hands. after Right, you use the bathroom. right. Okay. Showing this child how to properly tie your tennis shoes. Um, make sure, you know, your, your shirt's buttoned up correctly. Things okay. that, these are things that parents have done for millions Replacing of
0: years. Replacing a human being almost.
1: Right. So you know, as you know, as a parent growing up, you know, you tell your child that one time, you end up telling them that a million times. Hey, wipe your nose, hey my, right. flush the toilet, hey man, you know, wash your hands before you come sit down to eat dinner, wash your hands right. after you use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You as a parent, you tell a kid that millions of times. Right. In their life frame. I mean, to the point to where sometimes when they're teenagers and a grown adults, you say, Hey, well not get to wash your hands. <laughs> Don't sit down at my table to start washing your hands. Correct, right. You know that reinforces. That reinforces because they, they are who they are, they're children. Yes. They're your child. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And so throughout this movie you see this doll taking that place because the doll is is picking up on the parent doing this to the saying these things to the child. Right. And it's getting a reaction. So this doll has the AI and artificial intelligence to start it has cuz because it's connected with the internet wow wow so it can google it can it can pick up you know whatever it is this child is trying to learn mm-hmm. and it can teach this child things the problem is is you have parents nowadays, even in a two-parent home, that the parents are so caught up in their own lives, their own careers, mm. they don't have time for these kids. Wow. They don't have time, I'm sorry, they don't have time to properly raise these children. Right,
0: anymore. right. They
1: just feed them. They just and care feed for them. them. Yeah. And, and they give them feel, stuff. They, right. They feed them, they give them stuff, and they feel as though as long as I'm financially uh, taking care of this child, I'm doing my job as sure, a parent. right. Not understanding, realizing that the role of a parent is much bigger than finance. Oh, absolutely.
0: Oh, finance yeah.
1: is more so like 35% of being yes, a parent. Yes, right. The other absolutely. 75 is hands-on.
0: Yes, and it, it's not only hands-on while the child is in the house, even as they're growing into adolescence, even adulthood i I did a uh, a couple of uh episodes on my podcast about parenting your adult children right you know one of the things I had mentioned when your kids become adults, you know a lot of times they don't grow mature because a lot of parents keep getting in the way
1: yeah they 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 stump their growth they
0: won't exactly, and just like I mentioned about this other person, never been around black people, this person. I remember they were raised by an elder, okay, Um, either a grandmother or a great aunt or something like that, and that person was a fearful person, scared of everything, thunder and lightning outside, they Mm. was shaking in their boots, and they kept this person so close to them. They would make excuses, for example, well... um, leave them alone um, they're just shy mm-hmm. and i remember i was having a conversation with my mother before she died and my mother made a statement because i was expressing to her we were talking like i was amazed how this uh, dealt certain things they didn't know because i always thought and i found it not to be true that Older mature women, because this is the way it was happening in my mom's house, she was one of five girls. That they, the older women taught the younger women how to be women mm-hmm. okay, how to cook, how to take care of your uh hygiene, um, how to talk and how not to talk to a male mm-hmm. man. The opposite said, mom was grown, she grew up in a Jim Crow South. And uh, my mother made a statement that I haven't forgotten to this day. She said, she says, son, sometimes when an elder or a grandparent is raising their grandchildren, they don't have the patience to show them how to do things. So they'll end up doing everything themselves. You know, let's say if you uh, if you're raising your your grandson and he's messing up the yard, cutting the grass all wrong or something like that. Instead of correcting him, because, again, he's learning, he's going to make mistakes, is damaging for me to jump in there or you to jump in and to say, get get out of the way, I'll do it. Go, go in there and play. Mm-hmm. Go play with your friends. So that's what I finally realized where the grandparent was doing things, but you're crippling the child. They're going to make mistakes. So it was it was just really surprising. And I asked the person one day, I said, how in the world do you expect to, or why would you live your life hiding the things you don't know? Because our relationship, I felt as though it was a safe relationship. It's like, okay, you don't know, never did this. Let me show you how, no big deal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not broadcasting it. And they made a statement to me that it really woke me up. When I asked the question, I said, how is it? Why would you think that you could pretend like this or hide for the rest of your life? And they made the statement. They said two words to survive.
1: That's the problem. A lot of people are not raised off love. They're raised off survival. Correct. It shows in their adult ages. And those that have been raised off for survival, not always good.
0: No. And you're always, you could be always, until you recognize that you're always seeking the approval.
1: Validation.
0: Right, of the parent or whoever because of the rejection was that deep. And how you really carried it. Now this is not an automatic. But see we have to recognize that. Human beings are so powerful. We make the decision. If I'm going to overcome. My foundation. And see one of the things they do in the Jewish culture. They teach you this. Especially if you are trained to be a rabbi. Listen to what you hear. But your job, no matter what the speaker says, is for you to research if it's true or if it's false. Um, And after you've done all of that, you keep the good and get rid of the bad. Mm -hmm. If you was in the South, they would say, what is it? You eat the meat, spit the bones out. Mm -hmm. Okay? That is a part of learning how to think critically. Because, see... It's like with a lot of speakers we've talked about There are influencers today. I, myself, personally, I agree with a lot of points that I've heard different ones say. If you talk about, like, uh, in Umar Johnson, um, there's a pastor in Brooklyn, New York, named A.R. Bernard. Very, very good uh, speaker. Been around, been married for, like, over 50 years. You got um, a lot of people talking about Kevin Samuels. Mm -hmm. Here's my thing. (gasps) understanding like I just said I use the approach of sure each one can make valid points but there are certain points that personally I disagree on this is where I start walking with you you know for example like Kevin um, I told one Asian girl once she mentioned she said well Kevin's a Christian and he mentioned that I said no Kevin is not a Christian he's been involved in the Christian church at once in his life Now, some of the advice that he gives women regarding the Christian faith is definitely not biblical. It's his opinion. Like when he's telling a woman, um, well, you waiting around, you should give it up, you know, right now or something like that. That's not Bible. (laughs) That's Kevin. Okay. So if I don't understand, I take the good, you know, and understand the difference. See, what Ke- when Kevin tells them to do that, what they don't understand, a lot of them is this here. Kevin is telling you and giving you straight advice of how men operate, and particularly a man who's not submitted his life, to the authority of the scriptures or the Holy Spirit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I can be showing up at the church and just like you know, Kevin said, hey... I see you. You see me, and then you're gonna tell me, "Well, I'm a Christian. We gotta wait to two years or something like that, or 30 days or something ridiculous." Uh, what is it? Steve Harvey said a 90-day rule or something like that. You gonna tell me that? Um, if I'm look, if I'm not down with that, you can forget that. And yeah, that goes the same for females. You know, because like one uh, 28-year-old told me, she said her culture was the hookup culture. What they call it, you ever heard the term, what's your body count? Yeah. Now, what what does that mean to you when you hear that?
1: I don't even look into it, because I don't care.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, well, let me
0: tell you, because a lot of people are like, body count. i tell you count? why I
1: don't care, though. Uh-huh. I don't care because I don't care to share my past with a woman on my sexual experiences. So therefore <laughs> it's one of those things that goes back to uh what the honorable Elijah Muhammad once said. The best religion of all is this. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's what they all
0: basically say. If
1: everyone could do could have, could apply that right there line uh-huh. in every aspect of life, you'd be surprised at the different outcomes. Oh, absolutely. I'm example. Different world. Because of past experiences, I don't let no, I don't allow a woman to go through my phone. Okay. Because I don't want to go through your phone. Okay. Because I can guarantee you, there's going to be something new that you can find that I can find that can be questionable that can raise my eyebrows. Okay. Regardless of how old it is or how new it is, your business is your business. We don't need to be nitpicking. Oh, you don't need another mother? I don't need another mother. Okay. First okay. <laughs> I'm a grown man.
0: You're a grown woman. Okay. And we I shouldn't be playing games anyway. Right? We shouldn't
1: be playing these games anyway. Exactly. See, there's you the difference. you know what's appropriate? I know what's appropriate. There you go. If you feel the need that you need to go to my phone, then guess what? We need to have a different type of conversation because the trust issues are not there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even one
0: young man told me, it's interesting you say that. He's uh, This young man is in his uh, mid-20s, mid to late 20s.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, God. It slips me the name of the device. Uh, there's a device where um, you can put it in your wallet or use it as a keychain. So if you lose you it... a tracker. Yes. So he said, uh, I think he said he gave one to his girlfriend or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was sort of like, just in case, like... I'm on the side of the road or I need help. He said, that didn't work out too well. You know, he's going to the gym or going somewhere. Why are you going over there? He shouldn't have took you this. You know, and this girl is in her Mm mid-twenties. See, again, and I told him this here. I said, first of all, you need to put that in check. Okay, this is a maturity thing. You are not her child or vice versa. And I agree with you, Zach, as you said. No, we need to have a conversation about this. And this is and, and this is gonna be it. This is gonna we're not gonna be going over this again and again and again. See, I've met women myself from in their twenties. I've heard guys complain about that. I met a female, she was almost seventy. And that blew my mind. She was almost seventy years old, she had two fell marriages, prided herself on, um, she said, people tell me that I should be like a a, a counselor, or a psychiatrist, my daughter's one. And, you know, one of her marriages, yeah, it was a bad, abusive marriage. And she got out of that, thank goodness. But I said to her, we were talking one day, and I said, um, she said, well, What's wrong with the way um, that I... You called me... What did I call her? I said she was being um, too sassy and overbearing. Mm -hmm. And thank goodness she had the wisdom instead of pitching an attitude off her feelings first to ask me what I meant. And I said, well, first of all, I said, "Um, I don't need another mother, okay? I already have one, fine. And I said, the other thing is... I don't have a problem with you asking me questions. The problem is you just keep going and going and drilling someone. Now, I said try that with those the young kids, okay, the young boys. That ain't me. If I say no or this is the way I feel about it, I give you my reason, okay, leave it at that. No mature person has the time and some don't have the patience. We're not going through the same thing again and again and again. No. See, my, my thing is this personally. This is me. Anybody else can do what they want. Look, life is too short, number one. And if you want a female or a guy who wants to do that, fine. That's good for you.
1: Ready for the spoiler? spoiler. Okay. Tell me. I don't care what age the female or male is. Because Correct. Because you have males that act the same oh, way. Oh,
0: Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, you got some simps and some beta males and all of that yeah you have alpha
1: males that are like that oh okay yeah because they feel as though uh, I financially provide everything mm-hmm. I find so therefore I have control over it. yeah no no but no. we'll tell you what all of that comes from both men and women the overbearing the, the control issues yeah. and all that stuff uh-huh. it's from not properly healing from whatever hurt you in the past True. whether it was a bad relationship True or that. whether it was True some that. childhood trauma yep that you saw or that was caused to you yep. those type of people are the people that need to go seek real counseling absolutely. Real therapy yep. to figure out what that trauma is and heal from that yes. because you're not if you look at any healthy relationship they don't have these issues no No. those marriages and those relationships that have been together for 20 plus 30 40 50 plus years they don't have these issues no they may have had them in the beginning Mm-hmm. At a point in time, but they don't have those issues. They have bigger
0: issues. And see, it's up to. I agree with you. Somebody will say, "Stop," because yeah. I'm not. I'm not going through this. Because I, I even know one situation where the person was told that at the very beginning, they told their spouse that I'm not going through this. Um, you trying to you know my every move? The phone ring. Who's that? Yeah. And all of this stuff. So. They said, "Nope, I'm not going through this. I'm not your child. If you think that I'm going to be cheating and screwing around like your daddy did on your mother, then you need to leave.
1: You need
0: to Either from you're going to get with the program. If I'm going to do that, which I'm not, he said, or like you say, okay, you need to heal yourself. Yeah. Because you sitting here waiting for me to mess up. And I don't know what garbage has been put in your head before you got to me, mm-hmm. or what you keep feeding it with every day, because if not, we ain't gonna be together. And my friend told me, and this was something again that I had to learn about the human psyche when you talk about trauma from the past. Mm-hmm. He said, "He said, let me tell you, when my wife would get mad." a lot of times, she would attack me physically. And I told her, I'm not going to stand here and allow you to hit on me trying to restrain you. And he said, I noticed when she would come at me and when I wouldn't go right back at her, he said she would, like, freeze because she didn't know how to respond to that. I said, really? He said, yeah. And he said, I found out that... um, when she was younger, her father was a uh, used to drink, and he was one of those angry drunks. Mm-hmm. And she would sometimes have to fight him when he came home because, you know, it was like everybody ducked for cover. Yeah,
1: a lot of people don't even realize that they, that they haven't healed and need to heal from either past relationships or past childhood traumas mm-hmm. and that's been carrying over into their relationships, which is why they've probably had multiple marriages or multiple relationships and they all have ended in, in similar ways, a lot of similar ways. Oh, absolutely. And not even really sitting back, taking time and really, you know, doing a little, you know, self evaluation, like, wait a minute, what's really going on here? But let like some people No oh, to them it's normal. No, not even that. It's normal. Some people are so airy and so honorary and so high on their cells that I'm not the problem. There's no way I could be the problem. Right. Right, right. (laughs) Have you looked in the mirror? Right. Have you thoroughly looked in the mirror? Or the
0: one I like to hear is, well, this ain't about me, this is about you right now. Right. (laughs) Look, if you hear that, then this person, that's a serious problem,
1: okay? And and, and, and I don't want to put it off on, on females, though. You hear from females more, but it's a lot of men that go through this. Oh, stage. absolutely, yes. So no one is exempt from these. No, from these, from no the one is exempt. No, exactly. You know because right. you have men. Prime example: men, they get of a certain age. But I don't care what age you are. Financially, you are, you are, have arrived. You, mm-hmm. you you take care of yourself well. You're fine. You look great, you have a nice, decent car, you got a nice place to live. They sound you like me. Keep talking, man. Sound like any me. Keep talking. You, that comes into your life, you can financially take care of. True that. Uh huh. Right? right, right. But then they use that as a form of control. Right. They use that, they say, you have, because you have some men out here that said they don't want their woman to work. hmm. If some women take that, especially the younger ones, oh, that's my type of guy. <laughs> But do you understand what's coming with this? The price you're going you to Thank you. right. you're gonna you're gonna have to pay. Right.
0: This ain't free, baby. This
1: ain't, this ain't as free as you think.
0: Correct. Exactly.
1: Yeah, he's going to give you a lavish gift. Right. Y'all going to take three to four. You, you, you want a
0: give. zaddy, but he going to act like he's your daddy. <laughs> right. Okay. There's a price to pay There's for this. There's a price to pay. Right. But
1: he, he claimed he don't want you to work he don't want you to have a job but mm-hmm. well, if, well, if you don't do it you need to do everything from the house yeah he don't yeah. want you being out around people unless he's with you at all times wow you got be wow. like this oh I've list, seen him list.
0: I know a guy in his 70's who's like that it's like uh, anything that come through that house mm-hmm. I better know about it first and, and let alone let me call they gotta be listening in got to be Man, see more. This is a part of like for a lot of people who haven't uh, bought the book the Barbershop Chronicles, mm-hmm. you got stories like this that's in there? A guy asked me the other day uh, they were from where Delaware. They said uh, I, he was just speechless after reading the introduction and he said, well where can I get this from? So I gave him the website. I said www A Good Word the number four Today dot com and he went there and he was just I mean he was dumbfounded and then a young cat uh, this guy was from Texas um, Spanish guy I told him about the uh, the podcast on there and uh, he was like man and he uh, he even gave me his uh, story about his first experience going into a black barbershop and he said uh he said to me, he said, it's it's a whole different world. Because he said, you know, it's love there, everybody. It's like he was family. He didn't feel like a stranger.
1: Yeah. It's like today. These podcasts ain't nothing but the new version of Barbershop.
0: And, that, and you know, that can be good and bad. Because, you know, if I can't get to one, um, okay. But I'm going to tell you, that in-house experience where we can talk like men Mm -hmm. and I'm not afraid of somebody looking at me out of the corner of their eyes or I'm being recorded and you get back to the house. That is so important because you need to be able to be yourself, man. You got to be yourself. It's like uh, let me give you that example in the animal world someone shared with me. They said, have you ever seen cats out in the wild like cheetahs Mm -hmm. panthers, lions, in the wild, when they're like looking to eat, or even if they're not, you always got to be leery of predators that may be coming after you. So you may see them out there sleeping, a cat sleeping, but it's light. That's why if you pay attention to your cats, your domestic cats at the house, a lot of them, when they're comfortable or nobody's around, that's when they get their real heavy sleep. Because I'm not in an environment where I got to be supercharged up and on the alert all the time that someone's going to take my head off and, you know, take me out. It's the same thing with men. If I don't have somewhere or if I don't make a place where I can get some solitude, you know, no, that's that's not healthy for me. But tell me, what have you seen when you talk about barbershops? One of the things I noticed is, uh, and the young cats tell me, a lot of the old schools don't go to the barbershop anymore, man. Uh, They do their stuff at the house.
1: Some have gotten to the point uh, that because prices have have gone up finally, Mm -hmm. and we as barbers, back in the day, we hurt ourselves with not ever raising my prices, mm. um, because prices have been so the same for so long across the board. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with that is now you have people realizing how much they was really spending in a barbershop, and now that the prices increased. Um, they're like, oh, I don't, they don't see, they don't feel the value in it. Some don't see the value
0: in it. Wow, wow. Okay. Um,
1: <clears throat> because they're like, well, because some of them not only didn't, it's not that they didn't have respect for the barber. They looked at just the barber shop environment as like a community center. Okay. Which it was. Which it was. Right. And that's not to take nothing away, but at the same time, we as barbers, we have to make a living too. And I got into one client um, who asked me who had some real challenges or some issues with me going up on my prices. Uh huh. And the, the the thing the thing that I said to him, which had him dumbfounded, was, "You working your job. How long have you been working there? For more than a year, right?" He suggests. I said, "Well, you've been working on your job more than a year. You expect to get a raise at some point in time, right?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "And if you don't get a raise, you're going what? Go to another job." So it's no different for us, we work for ourselves. Mm, mm. If we don't get a raise, who going to give us a raise? Right. If we have a family to take care of, we have bills to take care of, just like you.
0: And you don't want to struggle like he doesn't want to struggle. Exactly.
1: That's, that's deep. That's proper business that's 101. Deep. But
0: see, sometimes see, you have to explain that to the customer or even bring up that conversation. Let me tell you why I say that. You would have to sometimes have that same conversation with the kids in the house who ain't paying no bills. Right. And they think all of this just comes because you, dad, and I don't give a care how well, much I it bring costs.
1: I break down. I break down to the kids. Okay. Good.
0: And sometimes you got to break that down to the spouse if you did spoiled her.
1: Right. Like, I mean, okay. And, and the thing is, some of the spouses know, too, because where they go to get their hair done at their beautician or stylist, has gone up on their prices. Yes, you're right. And the thing that they don't understand is when you break it all the way down, I have to break it down not only just from an economical standpoint of me of my personal finances. Sure, sure. My equipment goes up, the cost of my products goes up, the cost of where I work at the rent goes up.
0: Everything, right, that's good. My that's rent good. goes
1: up 6% every year.
0: Okay. Wow. Why,
1: why can't I raise my prices 6% every year? Sure, right yeah they teach you that in business classes that are taught in colleges today inflation right how was how are you supposed to keep up with it if they go up on my rent where I live at I'm supposed to continue to charge you twenty five dollars gonna a full be out of business haircut.
0: you're gonna be out of business if you don't go up yeah and see a lot of don't people continue. never connect that
1: right and so when and then when you break the numbers down on how much if I'm charging this price 20 to 25 dollars, mm-hmm. you know how many heads I have to cut a day right. to achieve a Just, certain number yeah and when you add that up within the days that I work that's still not enough right so at what point in time especially if I'm spending 10 to 12 hours in a shop for 5 to 6 days a week mm-hmm. what point in time am I supposed to be able to go out here and go make extra income And I have a family I have children to raise <laughs> right Right. We can't <laughs> can't work you down like a slave. Okay. You can. And then when wow. some barbers get into that hustler mindset, which I was taught a long time ago, don't ever get into the hustler mindset of being a barber, where okay, I can cut fifteen heads a day, if I can cut fifteen heads a day, that's about three, four hundred dollars every day. So as long as I'm making that money You're every good. day, I'm right. good. Right. So you come in there and you cut everything that comes through the door. I've seen that, yeah. You know where the problem lies with that? What's that? You're going to get burnt out quicker than you think. Okay. So First you're working within, yourself down. You're working yourself down. Not only are you working yourself down, your body's going to get broken down faster. Right. Your clippers are going to get broken down faster. So what's going to happen now that this clipper normally would have lasted me possibly a year or 2 mm-hmm. I right, it'll get new clippers every six months. I'm glad because I'm averaging 15 to 20 clients a day for five to six days a week. Right. It's metal. You see how metal is friction. Right. It's electricity. It's no different from electricity and stuff. Everything else. Right. A 20-year-old house does not have the same light
0: fixtures. Wow. That's deep. Because, see... The only thing that's this, still this there the, spitting, that, that, that is the I, foundation. I've never heard any barber break it down like that. Because, because let me tell it's you. No different. Let me tell you, one of the my mentors, he was a barber mm-hmm. in my neighborhood. He had his own shop and he lived like right upstairs above it. Because right. he could just walk up the steps. But I did notice and I can never understand that uh he really never got it, it wasn't run down. But, like, at that time, they had a, the, I forget what you call that, tile on the floor that you could put in pieces. Cement tile? No, it wasn't mm-hmm. c- cement. ceramic La- tile? No, it wasn't ceramic. Linoleum or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that, and certain of his pieces were coming up. hmm And, you know, we were like, you know, well, it'll be time to replace those pieces, or just replace the whole floor. hmm He never did it. Um, so... You know, I remember as I got older, because I met him when I was in junior high school, and I was saying to myself, like, wow, I just wonder... I mean, the place is not run-down looking, but if he, like, put a paint job... Because he had mirrors on the walls. Mm -hmm. You know, you put a paint job, um, fix these little tiles on the floor. It looked fine. Good as new. um, But he never did that. However, I never... Considered, or was never even explained to me, that he—he he was the highest barber that I knew, because a lot of our friends um, said his prices were too high compared to the ones we were going to. Mm-hmm. But as you just explained it, he needed to have those prices at a certain level so he could even survive and eat himself. Mm-hmm. And he died. This guy died, like when I was in my mid to late twenties. Um, he's actually the one who cut my son's hair for the first time. Okay. I say this about him. Because if he was alive today, probably would be like in his 80s. If he was still alive, what I know now, understanding that, I would take a trip back home and I would get all that stuff fixed for him. Mm-hmm. Because, not because of the love that he showed me and his mentoring of me personally, But I understand, here's another fact that is so true. Seeing people who look like us in the neighborhood, one, owning businesses, number two, and when you go in there and engage in conversation, how it grows you and it's not so politically correct and watered down, Mm -hmm. that's priceless. That's teaching you life skills. One of the things they used to talk about all the time um, at that time, this was before the internet, guys would talk about basketball, they talked about boxing, you know, um, who was the best boxer, or somebody would say they coming out of retirement. Uh, I heard one conversation, one man said, yeah, Sugar Ray Leonard, he's going to make a comeback. He said, he's not making a comeback. I said, what do you mean? Well, if if he was making a comeback, he would fight everybody at the bottom and fight his way back up, not get a championship fight. As soon as they say, I'm going to make a comeback. Stuff like that you never think about. So, yeah, man, I mean, the way you broke that down, man. Oh, this is the so type of people, stuff mm, the Barbershop Chronicles book. People Ooh.
1: don't really understand the true value
0: of a haircut. Oh, talk about that.
1: It's deeper than just you cutting your hair because you can go to Walmart and buy a pair of clippers for about 30 40 bucks True, true. Go home and cut your own hair. Right. But the value that you get is, for one, is someone else doing it. you getting properly serviced, properly groomed mm-hmm. from the from the the clippers, for one, because the clippers are on a whole other level than what you're going to go to Walmart or Target and get. Okay. The blades are different. Um, Two, you're getting properly serviced, Shampoo and conditioner to getting the proper oils, getting the knowledge and education for your own hair specifically. Not only that, the life lessons that are talked about, uh, conversation that you're going to get from barbering. We, mm. as barbers, even if you go back to back in the day, we're talking like over hundreds of years ago. Okay, barbers did everything, barbers everything like dentists. what? Barbers were dentists, barbers did teeth. Barbers did um um what's the word what's the word I want to say they were they were your dermatologists
0: okay proper skin care
1: proper skin like care. like we talked
0: about earlier put did this you on saw, your skin not that right. when
1: you when you had if this skin stuff is burning you you, you don't barber.
0: put that stuff on your keys right. burning when you, you have skin good.
1: condition or something like that you went to your barber wow and in other countries it was just like this mm-hmm. a barber is more than just a, a person that cuts hair right you know what I'm saying they're a counselor they're a teacher
0: true true that.
1: You know what I'm saying? They have so many different avenues because so many different people from all different walks of life come to them to get one thing and that's to get a haircut. Right. But their 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 brain for knowledge is so much broad more broader than what you expect because uh, they may not know anything about IT field, right? Right, right. But you come in and you say, Yeah, man, I'm looking to start a career in the IT field. I'm about to graduate here in May coming up. Mm I'm about to have my bachelor's degree. But I don't really know, you know, I'm not sure if I want, I want to make some decent money, but I don't just want to come out making average money. Right. Well, guess what? I may not have a guy. I may have a client mm-hmm. that owns an IT business, an IT company. And he's looking for somebody. He's looking for someone. He likes young guys that are fresh out of school. And your recommendation for them. My recommendation alone could set him up for success.
0: Has that ever happened? Happened plenty of times. That you
1: encountered that? I've had tell me about I've that. I had, had a young guy who I've been cutting since uh ninth grade. Cut him all the way up through ninth grade. He graduated high school, went on to college, went on to Hampton, university. He went to the got an ROTC program. Okay. Played lacrosse. Kid wasn't quite sure what when he was in college what career path he wanted to go with. I forgot what his degree, what his what he majored in but it wasn't. It was kind of similar, but not too similar to what he did in the military. Mm-hmm. What well, he ended up doing in the military. So I got. He got around his senior year. He's. Uh, oh, I remember. It was a uh, cybersecurity was his major. Gotcha. So cybersecurity was his major. And he came to me. Uh, came home on break, senior year, last year of college, and he says, Zach, man, this is what I'm trying to do. Da 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 da. I'm thinking about getting a government job. I said, okay, that's a good deal. He's like, you know, I don't want to come out, you know, making average money, things of that nature. I'm trying to set myself apart from my peers. I said, okay, good, good, good. You got ambition, you got the motivation. He's like, uh, but I kind of don't want to let the military go. Mm, okay. He's like, you know, I don't, I don't know which, which road I should take. So I said, well, do you have any idea where you're trying to go with this work in the government? because the government's pretty broad. And he said he wanted to end up doing something like with a DEA, FBI, CIA. Those federal buildings, yeah, no, government agencies. No, not buildings, but agencies. these agencies. Right, the federal agencies, right. said that he didn't even mind being an actual CIA or DEA agent, sure. FBI agent. Right. I said, okay, I had a client that was retired from the DEA. It's like number two guy in in the chain of command, sure. as far as in charge, okay. retired guy. So if you can get a referral from this guy, I can get you to talk to sit down talk to him. You got a referral from him. you're guaranteed a job. You're guaranteed to get in there, right? Based on his recommendation, and you
0: basically interviewed this young man, and he's telling you
1: what he wants. So you can hearing that, listening to him talk. And by me knowing the guy that through the retired DEA guy, Uh he's all about helping young men. He has a son of his own. So he's not about putting. Young, ambitious, driven men—young men in position to drive to to go for in life. Correct. Not lazies Right. Not lazies Not lazy. If you come to him and says, "Hey, this is what I got going yeah, on." You can't show up on work on
0: time. They want you to call them to wake them All up. That. None of that lazy so, stuff. So
1: what he ended up doing, I gave him uh, his, his guy's information. They talked on the phone. mm mm-hmm. They had a phone conversation because the kid had went back to school. They had a good phone conversation and whatnot. Come to find out the the guy I talked to the guy, the DA guy. He says to me, he said, I talked to you to your guy, man. He's a good kid, he's got a good hand on his shoulder, he's going in the right direction. He said, but I pointed him in another direction that he didn't even think about. Okay. And I told him, I said, you know, he's already got the four years of ROT his belt. So the military's already paid for his school. Go ahead, get in that, go ahead and and be be officer. Because when, because well, you, in order to be an officer in the military, you have to have a bachelor's a have degree an associate's degree minimum, right, right right, and in order to go up, you know you have to have a bachelor's master's and so forth the education too right, the education side of it, so he's like if you already have that then you you going in as an agent it's not the best route for you because you're going to kind of waste. That degree. See, that's what we call mentors. That degree ain't gonna come in right. handy until you're 10, 15 right. years Right. We, we need in mentors ages. that'll
0: tell us that. Right. right. Take this so path, go him, here. he
1: told him about a guy that worked with him. He was a military liaison. Mm-hmm. Uh The guy was, uh, he was a Fulbright colonel, but he worked for, but he was like contracted to the DEA doing cybersecurity, things of that nature, mm-hmm. to where. To the point where the guy stayed with them so long. He finished his military career with them. He retired. And DEA hired him and brought him in permanent as a member of the DEA now. Wow, wow. So he's no longer a contractor. Right. The guy was still able to continue to work. Because when you put 20 years in the military, depending on how young you are when you come in, you're under the age of 50, let alone 40, even 45, when you've reached your retirement. Right, right. You still got youth in you. You mm-hmm. don't want to so sit at home. Right. Oh, one of my mentors was like that. You know, because... He
0: retired... You're young still. Yeah, he he retired as a lieutenant colonel in the Army. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He said he stayed home for, like, maybe 30 days. He said, I had to get out of there because it was killing me. Uh, And one of the major companies in this area, they hired him, and he was supervising people who made satellites.
1: Right. So the kid now, he's... Been off the military, for, you know. He's been out the. He's been out of school now for about two, three years. He's chosen to uh, stick with his career path as far as the military, mm-hmm. work his way up and get rank, and then you know, when certain, just keep your. He's, he's now stationed in this back in this area now. Because in order gotcha. to get in those agencies, you kind of got to be in this area. So sure, DMV. sure. Gotcha. Um, because they don't just go and hire someone from Fort Bliss, Texas. Right. Exactly. Or you know, from some down in Georgia. Right. You have here because these agencies. You're here. Hey, Fort Meade is down the street. Fort Belvoir is down the street. Sure. You know, NSA is down the street. Mm-hmm. So they're all working cahoots with the, with one another. Right. FBI is here. DA. And we're not even
0: gonna. Mention the fact you can't even put to the side he gets government clearances so that opens up He's already has, he already has a so,
1: clearance wow wow so you know you already have these clearances you're not like that kid fresh out of college or fresh off the street trying to get in there trying to get in there and they right. have to go through all this rigorous background no you've already did the rigorous stuff mm-hmm. on an easier level mm-hmm. much faster level you got now you're coming in you got military as your background Now you're up here, and he's been up here now for roughly about a year. Okay. Yeah, i say roughly almost a year. Not quite a full year yet, but he's coming up on a year that he's been back here in the D M B. He's stationed now at Fort Belvoir. So, you know, he's still into military intelligence and things of that nature. So, before Josh knows it, you know, at some point in time, he'll be waiting for a position to open up, and he can pick whether it's DEA, FBI, or CIA. Wow and that's, that's how it goes. It's crazy. It's crazy. So like the whole, you know, barbershop experience is about networking. This is a better place when, what other better place than to network. Cuz like I said, I know someone from every aspect of life, right. everyone, you know for the most part. Right. And then with the youth coming up, that's the best way to help the youth out. Absolutely by connecting them with these people though they've probably never crossed paths in the shop or and may, and may never will and may never will right but I may know someone that may have the information that they need and see a part of that a lot of the young people priceless though
0: true well the young people have to understand also the barbershop. shop see this is where you need to be open for correction also because see if I am hard-headed and won't listen here. I'm not going to recommend you anywhere else. Mm -mm. And you may not understand why you can't get into certain doors. Sometimes it's because of your immaturity. It's because of your mouth. It's because you really haven't been developed as a man to learn how to get your emotions under control. So I don't, you know, I'm not going to have you embarrass me you get somewhere and someone's not speaking to you or they bump you by mistake and you ready to fight and you know do something crazy. Making us all look bad. I get it man, I get it. Oh man, that's that's some good info. That's good, man. That's dope.